The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP100 to activate the offer. So visit MyBookie today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark offer you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas, get easily trackable line movement and see which team the public backs, view betting trends all day, calculate your return and follow your picks right from your device. So head over to betql.co and download the app. Hey guys, you are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Make sure you send them a tweet if you want the weekly Champions League show to be here on the SGP Network. Otherwise, the weekly Champions League show will be on my website lockbetting.com that's also where you can find the weekly european preview that will be coming out tomorrow so that's currently where the champions league weekly show is and the weekly european show if you want to listen to the champions league preview show you can still listen to that here on the sports gambling podcast network the preview show was done midweek only one week of games is gone still a very very relevant podcast with still five weeks of champions league to go we've had a really good start with that one in terms of our group bets and who will qualify a lot of um, strong tips there a lot of teams looking strong like the Juve Man U combo Atletico Madrid Dortmund combo that we went for a little bit worried about Manchester City winning the group but they should easily be able to pick up four wins in that group had a terrible start against Lyon but we'll talk about that when we get to the Manchester City game because they are in action this week against Cardiff Um, we will start with the first game of this week which is Fulham going up against Watford. Um, Just want to touch on last week as well. Um, Continued a brilliant run on locks um, and picks in general. It was a seven and three week. Um, I think six and four is the worst that we've done. I think uh, 11 and one was the best that we've done this season. Uh, But the locks are four and one. And every lock that we've nailed has been by taking Chelsea. So the only week we didn't take Chelsea, where we went for Everton home to Huddersfield, is the only lock that we got wrong. Otherwise, we are 4-1 and one with the locks, and four times that we've won on those locks, we've taken Chelsea, who have had an excellent start this season. As of Liverpool, both of them have 100% records. We'll be coming to all of that, uh, along with some fantasy picks, but let's start with Fulham versus Watford. Fulham 7-5. Uh, 12 to 5 the draw and uh, 15 to 8 Watford. Uh, these are two teams that have started quite well in terms of um, 
in terms of attacking intent. Obviously, they're even on paper, but as it looks on the table at the moment, they're certainly not because Watford have had a much stronger start winning their first four games. Uh, I expect Watford to kind of return to their normal league position, which is uh, between the top and bottom half of the table, which gives you positions... 8 to 13, which is normally roundabout where Watford are. I expect, I expect Fulham to be in the same kind of place this season because, as I said, both teams are very even. Don't ex- don't really agree uh, with Fulham being uh, this stronger favourite here. I thought this would be closer, especially given the fact that Watford have started with four wins. So I'm not going to take Fulham here because I think Watford have underdog potential. But what I am going to stick my neck out and take is both teams to score at four to six. I think Watford do have the stronger defence. A lot has been made of that this season. So that's why they do have underdog potential. But But if anyone keeps a clean sheet here, it's going to be Watford. But I'm going to go for both teams to score in this game because I think Fulham can score at home. Burnley versus Bournemouth. Burnley 19 to 10. 9 to 4 the draw and 6 to 4 Bournemouth. Um, yeah, Bournemouth as a strong away favourite against the Burnley team that finished above them last season. This is Burnley's first opportunity to play on a Saturday. Uh, last week they played on Sunday again because they wanted to televise the game against Wolves. Burnley didn't really get into that game. If it hadn't been for Joe Hart, I think Wolves could have won that by four or five. Um, but I think it's about time Burnley did start picking up some points. Otherwise, they are going to get relegated. They are one of my tips to get relegated this season, along with Huddersfield and uh, Cardiff, who are my definites. And then I think it's between Burnley and Brighton. But I do think it'll end up being Burnley. But um, I just can't take Bournemouth as a home underdog, especially when I can get Bournemouth to not win at home at minus 150. So I'm going to take Burnley plus one goal here in this match. Uh, Bournemouth have made a really good start, but a lot of their better wins have come at home like last week against Leicester. So again, Burnley plus one here for me. Up next, Cardiff versus Manchester City. Cardiff are a whopping 14 to one at home, six to one the draw and Manchester City at one to six. I like Manchester City and both teams to score here. I think Manchester City will end up winning this game despite the rocky start um, that they had in the Champions League. And they haven't looked great in the league. Uh, They've kind of scrapped to a few wins, haven't looked as impressive as Liverpool and Chelsea have. But they are still Manchester City. They are still much better than Cardiff. And I think on the bounce back, they win this game. But I expect Cardiff to score. They did score against Arsenal. Um, They can cause problems from set pieces. Manchester City are insistent in playing out from the back, insistent in sticking with Stones and Laporte, two people that I don't think are really that great in defence. Although, obviously, they are two centre-backs that Manchester City have paid over £100 million for. It just goes to show what you can get for £100 million these days because these are two guys that, yes, they might be great centre-back footballers, but uh, they're not great centre-back defenders. And that's really the main point of defending. And I think that's where Guardiola's come undone at a lot of clubs. And that's why he struggles to win the Champions League. But... I don't think he struggles to win matches at teams like Cardiff, who are definitely going down from this Premier League this season. And uh, Manchester City and both teams to score at 5-2. to two. So a big one there for you guys. I think I'm going to give that out 
uh, as my underdog play as well. It's, it's, it's weird because I have a lot more leans on underdogs this week as I have on, on locks, um, which is interesting. Doesn't normally happen for me like that. But um, but yeah, I think uh, Manchester City and both teams to score at five to two is a decent uh, is a decent dog a decent dog play. Um, Crystal Palace versus Newcastle, twenty one to twenty. Palace nine to four. The draw. And 11-4 Newcastle. Newcastle beaten again last week, although, again, it is against the top 16. It's hard to judge Newcastle when they've lost at home to Tottenham and Arsenal and Chelsea and then lost 2-1 away to Manchester City. And all their losses are 2-1. The only disappointing result, a really disappointing result they may have had is not winning at Cardiff, 0-0. But we saw how tough Cardiff can be Um when they only lost 3-2 to Arsenal and I believe they'll be competitive this weekend against Manchester City so I don't think it's been an awful start by Newcastle which is crazy because they've only got one point I think it will be more more so cemented as a bad start if they go to Crystal Palace this weekend and lose and I do actually expect that to happen I was leaning towards both teams to score but Zaha looked good last week he pretty much single-handedly carried Crystal Palace to a win at Huddersfield another team who I think are getting relegated and uh, yeah when he plays I think Palace win I think Palace are a top half team when he plays I think he's going to move on to bigger and better things but before he does that I think he could carry Palace to one top half finish and in order to do that they will have to win games at home to the likes of Newcastle which I expect them to do which will actually cement Newcastle's um, start to the season as a bad one by losing to Palace up next we've got Leicester City versus Huddersfield Leicester City are priced up at 11-20 the draw is 14-5 and Huddersfield are 6-1 to win this game as I've said numerous times on this show Huddersfield are going down they have been found out they are not getting the results that they got last season they haven't bought the players to stay in this league Uh, them and Cardiff are the worst two teams in this league and they will be joined in my opinion by either Brighton or Burnley most likely Burnley but Huddersfield are going down Leicester are a top half team they have players like um, Maguire and Jamie Vardy who are England players they've added quality elsewhere Kasper Schmeichel's one of the best keepers in the league and um, they'll win home games against the likes of Huddersfield a disappointing result for them last week against Bournemouth but I fully expect them to bounce back and win this game this is one of my favourite bets this week um it has lock potential whether it be the lock or not uh, we'll get to at the end of the show but I'm going to go for um Leicester to win that game up next Liverpool versus Southampton and uh, it's always the same old joke Liverpool um, are playing against their feeder club and they are 1-5 to to beat said feeder club 11-2 to to draw and 12-1 to for Southampton to win this game Um, I can't see anything but a Liverpool win here Uh, Liverpool have looked solid in defence throughout the season Uh, Apart from conceding goals when they're comfortably ahead, um, they let Leicester back into the game when they were 2-0 up. They let Tottenham back into the game. But for the first um, 70 minutes of that Leicester game, it looked comfortable. And then against Tottenham, it was, of course, an injury time goal. Uh, I think that those two teams pose more of a threat than Southampton do in attack. Um, I don't think Southampton will be able to score against Liverpool, who haven't conceded a goal at home in the Premier League this season 
and uh, Liverpool to win uh, with a clean sheet is even money and that is the direction I'll be going in in this one Next up, Manchester United versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Manchester United coming off the back of three consecutive away wins. Return home for the first time since Tottenham beat them by three goals to nil. So Man United supporters get to see United here for the first time since they were beaten 3-0 against Tottenham. They are 4-7 to seven to win this game against Wolves. 14-5 to five for the draw and 11-2 for Wolves. I think Wolves are being very overrated here. I think Mourinho's really steadied the ship and uh, I do expect Manchester United to win this game. Um, again, this one has lock potential. But another thing that I think... Um, has lock potential as well is under 1.5 goals here in the first half I just think coming back from Switzerland and playing on an artificial pitch which for those of you that are new to football or or aren't really um, massive football fans and are kind of just listening to this show to, to win money or just follow it casually artificial pitches are fucking hell for professional footballers it's different to NFL where they're throwing the ball around they, these these footballers have to run and kick the ball constantly for 90 minutes on an artificial pitch uh, something that they're not that familiar with doing playing on playing on plastic and although it is obviously the best type that you can get because it's obviously um, a professional football pitch uh, in the Champions League. Um, a lot of managers do think that this should be um, taken out of the game at that level and it does play havoc on players' legs. My point being is that Man United may be a little bit leg-weary after that uh, Champions League cash. They may be a little bit um, tra like you know, travel heavy and leg weary and all these excuses that the professional footballers in the modern era love to throw up and it may take Man United um, until the second half to actually wake up and and go ahead and win this game or it could go completely the other way they could come out here and um, put on a dominating performance against Wolves but Wolves can defend Wolves only conceded one goal against against Manchester City and actually led that game 1-0 and did very well to contain Man City, Man City in the first half. So even if Manchester United do come into this fit and healthy and they've got no issues from travelling to Switzerland and they've got no issues with their legs playing on the artificial pitch, Wolves are still capable of not going in at half-time 2-0 down to Manchester United. So I think... Under one and a half goals in the first half here is the bet, but also loving Manchester United at four to seven. Finally, um, finally the the last game on Saturday. Anyway, we've got two games to go on Sunday: Brighton versus Tottenham. Brighton seven to two, draw eleven to four, and three to four Tottenham. Tottenham, since they beat Man United, have gone the opposite way they've lost every single game uh, lost to Watford lost at home to Liverpool and lost in the Champions League as well and the manner of the defeats against Watford and Inter Milan will be most concerning because Tottenham are 1-0 up and then just look absolutely tired there's a lot of complaints coming out of the club that they're, they're, all the players are tired because they had the most players in the Premier League that went to the World Cup and, and played in the latter stages I think Man City had the most overall, but the Tottenham players, a lot of them were in the Belgium and England squads. Um, obviously, Loris, the goalkeeper, won the competition with France. So, yeah, um, 
it's almost become a must-win situation, not in terms of league standing or anything like that, but <clears throat> for Tottenham to get this media off their back because they've gone and won 3 nil at Man United and now everybody's on their back because they can't seem to win a game. And I think going to Brighton is a very winnable game. On paper, Tottenham are a much better team. Um, they may benefit from the late... Uh, 5.30 kickoff uh, after coming back from Italy and uh, yeah I think they need to win this game and I think they will win this game they're lucky to be playing against one of the worst teams in the league in, in Brighton who in my opinion are relegation contenders and um, Tottenham should win this one up next I went on to Sunday West Ham versus Chelsea in the London derby uh, West Ham 17-4 to the draw 7-2 and Chelsea 8-15 to um I would like to um, continue on with Chelsea because they seem really lucky for us in terms of locks, but I just can't pick them as a lock. I will take them to win this game because they are the better team on paper. And uh, West Ham have only just recovered from that from that poor start. But it's because they've recovered from that poor start that now morale may be boosted and we don't know what kind of West Ham we're going to see. We know what Chelsea we're going to see. We're going to see a decent Chelsea team that have played well throughout this season, have won the Europa League tonight, have won all of their league games, have looked good since that community shield. And um, I just don't see Chelsea slipping up here. But looking at the rest of the board uh, and, and the other bets that I've given out, and does this have lock potential? I would say no. So I'm not going to give it as a lock, but I think Chelsea do continue winning here. But I certainly expect West Ham to look competitive and continue moving forward after the win against Everton last week. Finally, speaking of Everton, they travel to Arsenal, who won 4-2 tonight in the Europa, uh, in the Europa League. Arsenal are 1-2, the draw is 7-2, and Everton are 11-2. Uh, Arsenal at home are a different proposition to Arsenal away. Well, at least they have been under Arsene Wenger. Uh, Una Emery has won back-to-back -back away games. Last time they played at home, they beat West Ham 3-1. Uh, they will have to win their home games in order to challenge for this top four, uh, especially against uh, non-top four teams, which Everton are, um, despite what their fans may think, they still need to buy a lot of players. They still have a lot of work to do, as proven by the fact that they were beaten at home last week to West Ham. And uh, yeah, I think Arsenal roll at home here and they're a very, very good bet at one to two. Again, more lock potential right there for, for Arsenal. So moving on, let's have a look at our lock dog tease situation. Before we do that, I'm going to give you some quick fantasy picks for this week. Um, I would load up on Liverpool players, um, see if you can get Alexander-Arnold still for $5 million or or Gomez. Both cheap picks now that are established in their team. They're not as expensive as Van Dijk and they are all playing. Uh, again, the Liverpool goalkeeper, Alisson as well. He's another good one. I would go for Mo Salah over Mane. Both players seem to be playing equally well, but the difference is, is that Mo Salah is three million pound more expensive than Mane. If you take Mane for ten million, you can use that money much more wisely throughout the rest of your team. Um, I think Manchester United could be on for a clean sheet this week, so if you can get Man United defenders in there, I think Pogba could be about to hit form, and he's still around about the eight million pound mark. As for strikers. Lukaku is beginning to look like a solid pick uh, in Man United. Uh, Aguero as well for Manchester City, which is um, 
which is even more solidified by the Champions League this week where they started with Jesus and lost the game. I think Jesus has lost a lot of confidence from when he first came to England and they and it seemed like he was going to be Guardiola's first choice and they're almost finding a way to to get him into the team, uh, even at the expense of Aguero sometimes or by playing Jesus in a wide role even. But in the end, it's turned out that despite the fact that Jesus may be more a Guardiola player um, he's not delivering in what counts for a striker which is goals which is what Aguero always delivers on so Aguero is a can't miss pick and I do expect him to get on the score sheet against Cardiff as for sleeper picks here um, I think any defenders at Leicester might be good. This could be a week to have Kasper Schmeichel. This would be a good week to have Maguire. Um, I think Jamie Vardy might be a good selection as well. Um, elsewhere, uh, any any kind of attackers from Arsenal. Um, but again, if you're going to pick someone like Aubameyang, uh, he's only really going to be good for one week. Um, but whereas the likes of Lukaku and Aguero will rack up goals more regularly against all kinds of teams, um, and I think they're much better selections this season than Harry Kane. Harry Kane's too expensive. Harry Kane looks too tired. Um, so I, I would actually steer clear of Salah and Kane this season. I just don't think they're worth the money because there are better investments all round. Um, and I've and I've outlined some of them for you there uh, in our fantasy section. So. As I said, finishing off Lock Dog Tees, we'll move on to it. The lock, there are a lot of locks here, but <clears throat> and I and I wanted to take Manchester United to win the game. Uh, and I do think that you guys should bet on that. I do think Man United can win this game. But getting one to two uh, or minus 200 on under one and a half goals in the first half really does look like the bet here. I just can't see... Manchester United coming out the blocks and going 2-0 up against the Wolves team that managed to contain Manchester City for an entire hour. At the same time, um, I can't see Wolves breaking through against Manchester United uh, either. So I just can't see there being two goals in this first half and I think I'm going to make that my lock. Um, but at the same time, the very, very close second is Manchester United to win this game. Uh, I think they're a great price and I think they really want to make a statement against that in front of their home fans. So I would definitely go for both. And um, moving on to my uh, my parlay, uh, I've got Manchester City there, uh, Leicester and Liverpool. And that returns uh, 100, uh, uh, sorry, it returns $225 off, off $100. Uh, Leicester, obviously the one that bolstered that one up. I've gone for Leicester over Manchester United in that in that three-team parlay. Uh, Liverpool and Manchester City are just certainties there. But I, I do like, as I said, I do like Man United again. Um, they did have lock potential throughout. I do like Tottenham to go and get back on track against Brighton. And um, I love Arsenal as well, at home to Everton. As for a dog uh, that isn't really loads, like jumping out at me, um, but just for the sheer price of it, I'm going to go for... Manchester City to win which obviously is an underdog and both teams to score um, City have been leaking goals all over the place and um, although they should win this game against Cardiff the fact that Cardiff scored two goals against Arsenal and um, them all coming from 
kind of set piece scrambles, which is how Cardiff are going to score in this game. They're going to disrupt Manchester City by being physical. They're going to bang the ball into the box, and Manchester City aren't going to like it. As I said earlier, if you're going to play with Stones and Laporte, two people that yes, they do cost a hundred million, but a hundred million doesn't get you that that much these days. These are not good defenders, and and Manchester City should have two better centre-backs in their team than John Stones and Laporte and uh, they are going to concede goals and I think Cardiff will be able to score and all I expect Manchester City to win this game Manchester City and both teams to score at 5-2 to two is my dog play this week so run through that again the lock is under two under 1.5 goals in the first half for Manchester United versus Wolves if you can't get that at any place you book if you can't get that at mybookie.ag you can't find that on Oddshark then the lock is Man United to win my parlay is Manchester City Liverpool and Leicester um, if you want to add to that add Man United if you want to go real big add Arsenal because I love these selections this week and the dog is Man City to win and both teams to score that's been your EPL show for this week as I said check me out on lockbetting.com that's lockbetting.com if you want the weekly European show and if you want weekly Champions League podcasts they currently are all at lockbetting.com but if you want them here on the SGP let Ryan and Sean know hit them up on Twitter at the SGP network and let them know that you want a weekly Champions League podcast and and they'll give it to you they'll give you whatever you guys want There's, there's no problem here with giving you guys the content that you want if enough people want it if it's like two tweets then head over to lockbetting.com so there you go thanks for listening guys I'll be back next week with another edition of the EPL show good luck with your bets as always